Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another sighting episode of the Just Seen Podcast. Today, as you see from the title, we're going to be talking about the Savior Complex. And in speaking about the Savior Complex today, I'm going to speak on it from, you know, multiple dimensions of what it is. Because when you hear Savior Complex, you can go multiple ways. Um, And I feel like it's something that needs to be talked about because many times we suffer from the, from having the savior complex and many times we also fall victim to the savior complex so it's a it's a dynamic that has two different sides to it that can lead to two different avenues but it's something that we kind of we kind of stick to you know what i'm saying and when we consider miracles when we consider what it is to to want a miracle want to you know want to create a miracle want something to happen it's like it ties into two pieces that regardless of what the dynamic is they come down to the same core and the same root and that is work putting in work for something you feel what i'm saying when we have the savior's complex in either dynamic whether we're expressing it or whether it's being inflicted on us those two dynamics require work in order for them to have viability and it's work that we don't do and work that we don't expect it's work that we don't do when we um suffer from the savior's complex complex and it's work we don't do when we and when we expect the savior's complex complex to you know happen to us and happen on us right so this conversation really came about because um i was having a session one time and you know, one of my clients was, you know, we were vibing on some shit and something came up about miracles. And it's like the conceptualization of it was like miracles are the ideas that people want to happen, but they don't want to be the ones to bring it into reality. You feel me? And they don't want to actually put in the necessary work to have a miracle. Like, because a lot of times people think that miracles are accidents. No, miracles, just like anything else in the universe, are a function of input and output. Your blessings that you receive are a function of input and output. The reason why we can't see that is because we don't usually go back and look at the timeline of how something entered our lives. We just get it and get, oh my gosh, I got got so blessed. I got rewarded with this. Universe looked out. What did you do to get that? You got to really ask yourself that question and start going back to the start of how the reverberation happened to lead to that point. You feel what I mean? But when we suffer from the savior complex, it is us trying to be a miracle to somebody. You feel me? When we are victim to the savior's complex, we are looking for miracles outside of ourselves. Right? Basically looking for things that we cannot control the input and output of, but we want it to give us our output, output we envision, the output we define as what needs to be for us. You feel what I'm saying? And it, if you ask me, it comes off as, you know, low-key narcissist a little bit, low-key arrogant, because it's, I'm going to say it's narcissist in the perspective of when you suffer from the um, savior complex and it's arrogant when you fall victim to it, because it's the assumption that you're it's narcissist in the sense that it's like, I'm that I'm the motherfucker that people got to come see. I'm going to give it, you know what I'm saying? Give people what they're looking for. 
and or I'm going to provide miracles to motherfuckers. And then it's arrogant in a sense that you feel you're you're des- you deserve a miracle. Like you deserve a miracle. And I'm not saying whether or not a person deserves a miracle, but it's low-key arrogant to expect a miracle out of something knowing damn well you ain't put in the work for it. But before we dive heavy into this motherfucker, be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Justine Podcast. Be sure to hit up my website, IamJustine.com, to get all things that are just seen. As you know, so far three is officially out. You can get it from my main website. It won't be out on major bookstores until December 28th. Uh, again, IamJustine.com. You can click the link in the bio to get not the bio, damn the same social media. You can click the link um in the description of your podcast or whatever to be taken there um yeah to all those who tip donate sponsors to the podcast you are greatly appreciated to all those who would like to tip donate sponsors to the podcast you can do so by clicking the link in the description of your podcast not the episode but the podcast itself cash app and paypal are just fine and as always that's that for this and that's this for that so when we come back we're gonna dive into the savior complex waiting for a miracle Oh yeah, and don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So For Us series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the market for series trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. <laughs> anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So just take a quick peek into my world and see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. You will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. And without further ado, we're going to dive into the Savior Complex. Um, I don't really know which one I want to start with first um, because both of them share an equal importance and an equal detriment to a person. They also they had their moments of benefit, but eventually it becomes a crutch at some point in time because the Savior Complex, when we're the victim to it, it can allow us to be unaccountable and irresponsible for the shit we do in life. You feel what I'm saying? When we're suffering from it, it can cause us to really do shit that ain't got shit to do with us oftentimes. You feel me? But in some way, we're going to suffer from savior complex in some way. You feel me? It's one of those complexes. It's like, it's, not, it's like, you're not going to look at it as a universal thing and be like, all right, this is what's going to happen across the board. It's what I'm going to look for. It's like, nah, these are the two, these are some of the two dynamics and the most, um, I guess, cliche. Mm, I don't really like that word. Fuck it. But there's some of the most overused dynamics in regards to how the savior complex plays itself out. You feel me? Um, this ain't a holier than now type thing. I suffer from both sides of the savior complex, um, especially as a as a man. Like as a man, we 
are from the savior com we 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 can easily fall into the savior complex of being somebody who has to step in and be the knight and shine in armor type shit shit's been programmed in us from like disney movies and all this shit be the knight and shine in armor all this other good goofy shit but like when we look at that you know and women of course have it too you know um when you have that complex of trying to be in a relationship where oh i'm gonna make that man better you ain't no savior You're, you you can't create a miracle you feel me you can't create a miracle for somebody else let me say it like that we can create miracles all day long miracles are the reverberations of our own alchemy i'm oh I'm, i like this definition a miracle is the reverberation of our own alchemy that we did not expect to happen. Sometimes you can put in some motherfucking work and forget that you did it and then it comes out and you're like, oh shit, this is a miracle. Nah, this is something you did, you just forgot about. That's what makes it a miracle because you never, you didn't see it coming. But miracles are just extensions of alchemy and what, you know what I'm saying, what we're able to do to receive a certain reward. So a miracle is not something that happens to you by accident. It's something that you made happen. Whether you're willing to acknowledge that you made the miracle happen or not, whether you are going to give credence to, you know, the higher power externally, rather than acknowledging that that higher power extension is still within you and it is that extension that made it happen, whatever the case may be, you have to look at it like you create miracles. Miracles aren't impossible things, right? The savior complex ties into that because... When you involve yourself with people, you get to a point where you know that, okay, I'm a blessing to somebody, you know, man or woman. Man is like, yo, I want to, you know, we call them Captain Sabahos, you know, non-binary. This is no disrespectful shit, you know, calling women hoes or whatever the case may be. But our term for it is saving them hoes, you know, for the women, that aspect is, you know, making a man better, you know, being I'm going to say being the peace, low key, because I know what, you know, I need a woman that's going to be my peace. That's kind of what it is. So like, I want to be that man's peace. You feel what I'm saying? In conjunction to what it is, like, low key, you want a miracle. Both dynamics, man and woman. For the women, it's like when you want to be a man's peace. See, this is why I define peace as the control of chaos, not the absence of it. Motherfuckers be on some shit like, you know, when my life is peaceful, it's because nothing's happening. Mm -mm, that means nothing's happening. Your life is peaceful because you're controlling your chaos and you're keeping your chaos in control. No woman can do that for a man. When women start to perceive that they can do that for the man or they even desire, I want to be that for a man, you're already setting yourself up to be in a savior's complex, to be somebody, oh, I got to be his, but to be his peace means you have to control his chaos. You have to control his chaos. You feel me? That's when the savior complex can become problematic for you because it's like, are you even built for his chaos? You feel me? On the other side with dudes, when you're trying to save the chick, like save the whole, like you feel me? You putting your cape on, you feel me? You don't need to be in a strip club. There's so much more for like, like you don't know what you're trying to save. To create the miracle means that you have to put the alchemy in. Is the alchemy worth creating that miracle. I'm not saying a stripper is not worth putting in time. That is a human being. The purpose that I'm saying is that from the other side, you cannot create a miracle for somebody else. You can only create miracles for yourself.
You feel what I'm saying? You can be somebody's miracle through the situation that they have created and they have calibrated with that aligns you with them. But you cannot make their miracle. You cannot be that per per person that makes the miracle. But alas, that's what we try to do. This is why I say it's low key. This is why I tied it to narcissism in a sense, because there has to be a level of, <laughs> of self-aggrandizement that you feel to you to the point where you feel you yourself have the power to dictate a I'm not even gonna say an aspect of somebody's life, dictate an entire life. Cause really that's what it is. Because like I said, if you're trying to take her from the guy's perspective, you're trying to put the cape on, you're trying to take her out of this whatever situation she's in, you you gotta level all of the pieces of her life that got her into that point. Same with the women who just want to be the man's peace. You feel me? You have to control all his chaos. Are you built for that? You feel me? Are you built for that? No, you're not. Man, or like neither one of us are built to save motherfuckers. We are built to be catalysts to make motherfuckers save themselves. But sometimes we take it upon ourselves to say, I'm going to be hands on. I'm going to do for you. I'm going to take you and make you better. Whatever the case may be. That savior complex fucks you up. It fucks you up. And it fucks you up so bad that when you do get damaged from it, you be feeling like they wronged you. Nah, you tried to impose something that you had no business imposing. Nobody wants to address that part. This is why I say you have bad narcissism and you have good narcissism. The good narcissism typically affects women. The bad narcissism, of course, it typically affects men. They make it say, oh, he's a narcissist. The good narcissism affects women. So much so that they don't even want to call it narcissism. They just want to say they got big hearts. They got good hearts. It's a very narcissistic, you know, perspective when you're trying to, you're doing something out of your own game. You know what I'm saying? You're moving in the same vein as a narcissist, narcissist moves, but you're doing it from, quote unquote, a positive perspective. So you say, you feel me? To be that person's peace, you're trying to control every dynamic of, because to control their chaos means that you have to be dictating. Oh, you need to change this. You need to do this. Like, that's not how they bring peace to their chaos. You can't make their chaos stop being chaos, no matter how hard you try. But that is the good kind, because they're like, I love hard. I give this. I do that. Like, okay, it sounds good. That's a good narcissist. Because now when shit doesn't go your way, Oh, this person isn't given to me. This person is like, your savior complex is fucking you up. You're trying to create a miracle that you can't create. That's not your position to do. You can only create miracle. You can only create miracles for yourself. That's it. You feel what I'm saying? But again, as I said, alas, we try. On both sides, we try to involve ourselves in circumstances and situations that give us some kind of importance. You feel me? This is why it's low-key so easy to start people pleasing. Savior complex starts early. What does it mean to please somebody? You feel what I'm saying? What does it mean to actually please somebody? You know, this is where it gets kind of crazy because when you are a people pleaser and you've been a people pleaser all your life, how it ties to savior complex is because to please them, you have to save them from the aspects of your own self. That you feel they don't like. You feel what I'm saying? Starts young. It starts young. You get to a point where you're people pleasing. You start with family. 
then goes out to friends and then you build next thing you know you're building relationships where you're you're suffering in front of you're suffering from the savers complex because you're like why don't people fuck with me why do people take from me why do people do this like you don't have the boundaries <laughs> you don't have the boundaries to be a savior you feel me you don't have the boundaries to be a savior that's ridiculous because what you're trying to do is like i said from the when you're the victim of um, savior complexes because you choose you're choosing not to have accountability and responsibility for your shit. I'll get into that a little later after we finish this segment. But when you're in the savior complex and you're suffering from it, you're the motherfucker who wants to be accountable and responsible for everybody else. That's not your problem. That's not your problem. I know we we, we got so oh just help out. Just read some shit ain't for you to help. You ever thought about that? Some shit ain't for you to help. One of the greatest examples, and it's going to be a real stream, and I don't condone anything that I'm saying. If you know me, you know. But in the book of Eli, when the the girl was, you know, getting raped on the road or getting attacked on the road or whatever the case may be, and he heard her. He heard her screaming. Eli heard her screaming. He knew where she was. He knew that he could save her. But he said, I got to stay focused. That is not a part of the plan that I'm on. That is not a part of the path that I'm on. That seems so fucked up. It's like he could have detoured and helped her, but could he really? We don't know the dynamics of what would happen if you tried to chip into something that you had, you were not supposed to be fucking with. You feel what I'm saying? But that savior complex makes us think we can do everything for everybody. And we're supposed to do everything from everybody. And that comes from people pleasing. It's a core root thing. You feel me? I have to make sure people are always okay. People are like you, that's not on you to do. That's not on you to do. That savior complex is really going to fuck a lot of us up because we get our kicks off of knowing that somebody is, you know, looking at us in a certain light. I'm always there for you. And then we'll, we'll throw it in their face. When is it going to be my turn? When is somebody going to do that for me? You got to do it for yourself. Nobody told you to go be somebody else's savior. What made you do it? What made you want to do it? Was it ego? You feel me? Was it? I don't know what to call it outside of ego, but was it unhealthy ego? Let me say it like that, because, you know, I'm big on making sure your ego stays in, in check, but making sure you align it properly. But was it unhealthy ego that made you want to save that person? You feel me? I want to, when I walk away from this shit, feel superior in some way, shape, or form. You dig what I'm saying? Two specific instances when it happened to me, when the savior complex, it kind of backfired on me. And it put into reality what happened. Like I remember I was like 17 years old and or 16, 17. Had to be 17 because it was my senior year. I was, I was getting ready. Yeah. I was getting ready to graduate. And one of my homies and shit, every fucking morning, every morning, I would drive around to his house. August home, bro. You up? You dressed? No, first I would call him. I would call him in the morning. You know, when I'm up and shit, I'm like, yo, you up? All right, get dressed, man. So we can make it school on time. I was doing this like alone. Like, and it was working. He was getting, you know what I mean? He was getting up. You feel me? And then it's like, I think one day I was late. You feel me? 
or we were late. I said, bro, we about to be late to school because you bullshitting. And we arguing, like we going back and forth. Like, is it really getting like that? I calmed down instantly and changed my perspective when he uttered the words, I didn't ask you to do none of that shit for me. You chose to. It hurt. It cut deep. It hurt like a motherfucker. But he was right. He was right. Never once, never once did he ever say, hey, bro, wake me up. Help me make sure I'm getting on school, getting to school on time. Help me do that. He never once said that shit. Never. Never. At the time, in the heat of the moment, I felt like it was a slap in the face. But as I matured and got older, it's like, I'll slap my damn self. He never asked for that. I tried to impose my will on him. I tried to create another motherfucker's miracle. If I can be the motherfucker who helps you get out of the streets to help you get your mind right, and you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it was something that would have made me feel good as a person. Savior Complex is about feeling rewarded for the deeds that you do on earth. And the thing about it is like, we do deeds for the reason, not for the purpose of what we're supposed to be doing them for. You're not gonna be rewarded for every purpose. To be honest, you're rarely rewarded for purpose, but you're not really gonna be rewarded for doing a purpose. You know what I'm saying? But when you're doing it from the perspective of, I want something back. I wanted something back. I wanted him to graduate school and get out of the, the, the circumstances we was in. I get it. My intention was good. My desire and what I wanted out of that was good. It was phenomenal. It's like, yo, that's what you want. But it's not yours to bring them out of. You feel me? You can't save them. You can't save them. That only puts, like, you can't put that heavy burden on yourself as if you're the person who has to do it for them. Because they're going to allow you to do it. And it's like, I didn't... And, then when it gets to that point, it's like, I didn't ask you to do it. And they are absolutely fucking right. But you're suffering from the savior complex. You're trying to make somebody else's miracle. You feel me? So when it's like, yo, bro, I made it out the hood, bro. Thanks to you. Yeah, bro. It feels good, man. I appreciate that. Blah, blah, blah. You know, the second instance and when it happened was, you know, when I was uh, I was with a woman who I was with the woman who um, inevitably ended up cheating on me and shit. And it's like I helped her graduate early. I helped her do a whole bunch of shit, like keep a scholarship and everything. She never told me to. She never asked me to. I took it upon myself because it's like, if we gonna be together, then I want to make sure that you on point, blah blah blah. And it, it was savior complex. I was trying to save the motherfucker. And the motherfucker didn't want to be saved. <laughs> Project Pat was on to something. Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. That's real shit. That that song, I feel, is a purpose. Like, I'm going to go listen to that shit today. But that song is an affirmation that you're suffering from. When a motherfucker got to tell you that, you're suffering from, from, from Savior's Complex. You're trying to be that motherfucker. So, you know what I'm saying? I put in the work. I was like, you know, because, oh, women always talking about they need a man that's going to do this. They need a man that's going to do that. It don't matter how much they say they need the shit. It don't matter any of that shit if they don't want it. You feel what I'm saying? Like uttering the words and actually doing what's necessary to have it is different. So from the perspective that I was in, it was coming from the savior's complexes in. Now, that's when the two saviors complex collided. And now we're going to be able to segue possibly into the next one. But that's where the, the savior complex collided. I was suffering from 
Savior's Complex while she was falling victim to Savior's Complex and it worked. Codependent relationships perfectly happen like that. You feel what I'm saying? And so we look at codependent relationships solely one-sided a lot of times. Like, oh, that person was needy. They were clingy. You provide something to cling on. Nobody wants to look at that point. Nobody wants to look at that point. When a person is needy, they feed off a person who who rely who who values being needed. You can't get mad at that. Why do people just take from me? Why do you just give all the time? You feel me? You can't put an open display of free samples and get mad when all the samples are gone. Nobody was supposed to take all of these samples. Yes, they were. They were free. You were giving the samples away. People were going to take them. Limit one, limit one per customer. Fuck that. I'm going to change my clothes and get me another one. You feel me? You can't dictate. You can't. Through boundaries, you can dictate how somebody can take from you. But at the same time, you really cannot dictate how somebody should take from you if you're open to giving to them. You feel what I'm saying? I know we got this phrase where they say, well, beggars can't be choosers. You feel me? And, be, and, and givers can't be controllers. Beggars may not be able to choose, but a giver should not control. I'm giving you this because you need to do this with it. That's not why I gave it to you. Savior's Complex got you giving for this reason. When I gave all of that time, energy for her to get good grades and all of that shit, I gave it for the reason to keep the shit up. So, you know, fuck what the reasoning was, whether the reasoning was logic or not. I gave it for to control a situation that was not mine to control. If she would have flunked out, if she would have dropped, that would have been totally on her, not me. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that was not on me. But alas, Savior's Complex makes you take that shit on when you're suffering from it. You want to be in the mix. You want to be, I'm that motherfucker. You feel me? On the outside, looking in, all her friends was, oh, girl, he's such a good man. He's this, that, and third. And ideally, it was. On paper, it was. It made sense. But I was a person involved with somebody, and I was dealing with Savior Complex. You feel me? Because all we get taught, all we hear is, you know, this, I don't want to come off victim-wise and victim-like and shit, but like when you hear black men and shit, when you hear all men are dogs, when you hear these things, it's like, I want to show that that's not real. What the fuck you saving, bro? What the fuck you trying to say? Taking that to the other side of the dynamic, tying it to the sister side about, I'm going to be his piece. You want like You got to be careful what the fuck you're asking for. When you want to be that savior, you're going to get something to save. <laughs> like motherfuckers don't we act like we don't pay attention to duality in the universe you feel me whatever you ask for there's gonna be an opposite to it to make it a reality for you if you feel like you want to be a savior you're gonna get somebody who needs saving dudes meet women like we like why is this woman so broken no why do you want a broken woman You feel me? Why is his life so hectic and chaotic and he just can't get right? Why do you want to be his peace? Shut the fuck up. Both of y'all. Bruh. Sis. All y'all. You can't be. You can't want to be something. And then get mad when what what 
validates the being shows up. You want to be the savior. You want to be viewed as the good guy. You got to do good guy shit. You want to be viewed as the good woman. You got to do good woman shit. You feel me? You got to do good woman shit in context to what validates that. What is the reason why that's viable? You dig what I'm saying? That's the difficulty in suffering from Savior's complex. Nobody wants to admit that part. Then we 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 fought, and this is where I say that it becomes low-key arrogance and narcissism, depending on which vein it is, because it's like when shit don't go our way, we mad. We mad as fuck. Let the relationship go south. And you've been that savior. You've been trying to be the savior the whole time. What's the first thing they utter? What's the first thing you utter? You feel me? All the shit I put up with for you to do this to me? Hmm. Yeah. I wanted to save you so much. And you didn't let me save you. Low-key, that's, you know, euphemism. Semantics is really what was said, though. You feel me? You didn't do what I wanted you to do. You didn't do what I needed you to do to validate myself, like to validate my savior instincts, to validate what I got into the situation for. You didn't do what I needed you to do. And now I'm mad at you for that. But it works because I can make you feel guilty for it. Because on paper, what's logical motherfucker is not going to want to be saved when they're in turmoil. You feel me? So now we get to the situation where it's like, I was with this person when they had nothing, then they got something, and now they don't fuck with me no more. They don't need to be saved anymore. Therefore, they don't need a savior. That's what you provided for the life. Sit with that. You can't see me, but I'm staring off into space out of a window as I get dramatic as I say, sit with that. Because that happens to a lot of us, myself included. There's no there's no exception to the shit. When you step into that space, you step in to save the motherfucker. When they no longer need saving, you have no place. It's like, how are they just gonna do me like that? They're just gonna up and leave. They're gonna be like, oh, that's so foul. I did, I did, I gave them everything, every ounce of me. It wasn't on you to save them. It was on you to catalyze how to save themselves. That's what it really means. You feel me? And so for a three in the chapter Noirophobia, I could talk about this chapter now because that word, I wanted to make sure I had copywritten material with that word on it before I said it. But I've been sitting on this word for a long time. But Noirophobia <clears throat> is the fear of a Messiah, fear of a black Messiah, right? When you look up Messiah, we we know, okay, Messiah is the person who's going to come save us or whatever the case may be. Actually look at the word Messiah. It does not mean savior. Never has, never will. The root and the, the or origin of Messiah never meant to save a motherfucker. It meant the anointed one. The anointed one is a title that you receive over yourself, right? Every anointed one, whether it be Jesus, Krishna, Buddha, Muhammad, it doesn't, the list goes on. These were all enlightened beings. And their purpose was never to save you to show you how they saved themselves. Nobody wants to talk about that shit. Everybody looks at the final piece of these deities or these deified beings. Like the Buddha is like, oh, he was Zen. He was this. Buddha was crazy as shit at one point in time. He saved himself. You feel what I'm saying? Muhammad was illiterate. He couldn't read or write. He saved himself. 
You feel what I'm saying? Krishna, I don't know what Krishna do. I don't I haven't dived deep too heavy into Krishna like that. But same thing, it was an enlightened being that reached the point of people and people we followed a belief system that told us to follow that rather than understand how that was a reality for them. You feel me? I tell people all the time, like, especially Christian people, like that was my original background. It's like, study Jesus. I know I talk shit and people be thinking I'm just like, ah, oh, whatever. But like, study Jesus. Find out where Jesus was for 18 years. I've yet to meet a motherfucking Christian who could tell me that shit. Christian, Jew, it don't matter. I, I've yet to meet a motherfucker who could tell me where Jesus was at for 18 years. The story is written so well that nobody knows he's missing for 18 years of his life. The number one motherfucker that everybody is supposed to see, everybody's supposed to know, like the wise men knew where to go when he was being, before he was even born. They followed a star to go find him. You feel me? Showed up in Bethlehem or whatever the case may be. By 12, up to 12 years old, they keep recognition of him. And there's four motherfuckers chronicling the story, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These four motherfuckers never met. That's a different story. But four st people telling the story, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and all four of them don't know where he was at for 18 years. They lead 18 years out of his life. You feel what I'm saying? That's how he was becoming the anointed one. That was the time frame in which he was elevating himself to become the anointed one. So when he came back and he had all his philosophies when he was 30, because they show him at 12 in the temple, then they show him at 30. When he starts getting baptized by John, and then he goes on a speaking mission and he dies at 33. That's 18 years of viable information that are completely gone. Why? Because that shows you his ascension, what he had to do to become, quote unquote, Jesus Christ. When he was born, his name was what? Jesus of Nazareth. When he died, he was Jesus Christ. Christ is the anointed one. Christ derives from the word Christos. Christos derives was the Greek word when it came down to what they uh, acknowledged anointed one was from the Hebrew, which what they took it from, it was Messiah, which derived from the original root of it was Masiach. This is why when you go back to what his name is really supposed to be, not Jesus Christ, you go back to his name is Yahshua HaMashiach, Yeshua, the enlightened one. And in the Bible, when he's talking to people, they're like, um, they're asking him, are you God? And he tells them, he said, your word says you are God's. Your word says you were just like me. You can do what I do. I'm no different from you. I just ascended. But you never seen my ascension because you took it out the book. You feel what I'm saying? But I don't want to get too heavy into that because we're talking about the savior complex. But that ties in because that now segues into people who are waiting for the miracle. They need that savior. Every savior on paper that is the mascot for religion. I know that sounds like kind of low-key disrespectful. Like, oh, they're not mascots. They, they are mascots. Like, every religion has a mascot. <laughs> you, you, you fuck with the mascot. Now you on a team or whatever the case may be. And that's what they represent, the mascots of, you know, the religion. The mascots set up a reality for you to, for you to know that you have to be saved. So this is that this is the second half of the savior complex. You dig what I mean? That savior complex is real because now it's like I need something to save me. Because this this part of the savior complex is worse. I mean, they're equally bad because now you're in a when you go from the position of being the person who has to say, I'm stepping in, I'm gonna do all of the shit, then you start getting overwhelmed. It's like nobody checks on me. Nobody checks on me. I got homies. Then I'll book a session. They'll ask me, um, like, 
who's the you for you? I don't need a you for me. I'm me for me. Like I've had people have conversations like, yo, you're my me. I'm like, what? They be like, I'm like, what you are for me is what I am for other people. I was like, no, you're not. And I was like, so, but who's that for you? Me. Me. Like, you ain't got nobody to go to. I have a lot of people to go to. But I don't have a lot of people that I want to save me. Some of us get up in that space of the superior, the, the, the savior complex where we're like, I feel if I save enough people, somebody will come save me. I'm going to whisper this because this is how dramatic it is. No, that's not how that shit happens. You save a motherfucker to save a motherfucker. If you're going to save a motherfucker. It ain't got shit to do with, you know, I get it. Oh, you reap what you sow, right? But in order to reap what you sow, you have to put shit in fertile ground. If you're trying to save a motherfucker, they have no ground for you to, they have no fertile ground for you to plant anything in. That's why you don't get shit back from them. You feel me? Tying it into, oh, when, when a dude, you know what I'm saying? Oh, shorty, I was his lover and the secretary. How are you going to leave me like that? You were the lover and the secretary. You weren't the business partner. Hmm. Go figure. You wanted to save him. You did. Clap your hands. That's what the fuck you asked for. Who cares if you got, if you, if the, the actions in between your saving were, you know, you fucking his brains out. You know what I'm saying? You giving him a place to stay. You making it like, that's how you chose to save him. When he was saved, he no longer needed saving. You take that on the chin, not him. You feel me? When she fucks one of your homeboys or she go cheat on you because, you know, you provided a stable, but you, you saved her. She ain't indebted to you. You did your mission. You saved the motherfucker because you made the choice. Right. But now the other side of that, the victim side. These very motherfuckers don't feel like they can save themselves. They need somebody to save them. So they do because we have, like I said, we've developed the savior complex from this aspect of everything that is supposed to help us is, is outside of us. Forgetting that, yo, no matter what context or what religion you like, yo, you're created in the image and likeness of your deity. Whatever deity you serve, you are created in the image and likeness of that. So if that deity is what saves you and you're in the image and likeness of it, you save your motherfucking self. Feel me? There's no way you can really truly believe in your in your deity and not acknowledge that you are a deity yourself. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. And I'm not changing that shit for nobody. Like, because I've seen the reality of being the victim. Oh, if this just happens to me, like you literally pray for miracles and don't put like I know people right now that are praying every single day to their deity, every single day to be removed off of prescription medicines. But they will not stop the lifestyle. They will not change and stop eating the things that are putting them on those medicines. You want a miracle. You don't want to be accountable and responsible because it requires you to change shit. It requires you to do certain shit and commit certain actions and commit certain levels of discipline to yourself to make this a reality. A lot of motherfuckers ain't trying to do that shit. Motherfuckers ain't trying to hear that shit, Sharif. But they want to be saved. So when you have the mentality of the savior complex from the victimhood side, it's easy to let somebody come in and save you. Motherfuckers don't even have to have reason. Like they don't even have to have a logical reason why they can impose 
their savior capabilities on you. You just following a motherfucker. We've all done it at some point. We've all been a victim to the shit. Some of us still are. You feel me? Go figures. Like, I don't know what to do about this. I'm going to go to somebody who does. You feel me? So it takes my mind off of having the responsibility of doing it. You feel what I mean? That's the other side of the victim mentality. I mean, the savior mentality. Like, we become, we develop the victimhood. Somebody save me. Somebody save me. That's why I made the segue about, you know, having a homie ask me, like, who do you go to? Me. I go to the same motherfucker y'all go to. You feel me? I book sessions with myself. I don't have to pay myself, of course. But, yeah, when I need time, I go meditate. I go study myself. I go with myself to save myself. You feel me? And I've learned that in that same capacity because of the situation that I like. When I come to people, I could tell when they on that victim shit. They want to be saved. I'm not saving you. I'm going to give you the tools. Do what you want to do. Do what you're supposed to do with them. There's people who actively go and take the tools and the resources that I've given them and do something about it. Then there's people that get the tools and the resources and complain that I'm not building the shit for them. Can't you just do it for me? Fuck no. Fuck you and fuck that. Kiss my ass. Respectfully. Respectfully. You feel me? That was one of my biggest vices when I was younger. You feel me? This is why, like, I had a conversation where I was telling y'all, um, I forgot what episode it was on, how somebody was like, yo, how do you just have these sessions and shit and not take it on? Come like, that's not my shit. I ain't supposed to be saving you. I ain't supposed to be saving you. You dig what I mean? You, you, you drowning in two feet of water. Stand your goofy ass up. The fuck? Like... I'm not about to dive in two feet of water to save you. Motherfucker, you 5'11". What the fuck you want me to do? <laughs> Stand your goofy ass up. You feel me? And sometimes, you know, metaphorically, it's not as, you know, some it's not as simple as that. But sometimes that's what it is. People want you to stand, like, help them stand up. No, put your feet down and get your ass up. Learn to swim. Why the fuck were you in the water in the first place knowing damn well you can't swim? All right, all right, look, look, look. The markets are not a difficult place to understand, all right? You just have to know what you're looking at. And there's five things that you need to see before you can make any market entry. First, you need a pocket, so you can know which direction the market is going. Second, you need a pullback, so you can get the better price. Third, you need a battlefield, so you can see when that market movement is slowing down. Fourth, you need the upper hand, so you can see when the market reactivates. And last, you need a final push, so you can see the exact moment when it's time to go with the direction you are already moving in, okay? Of course, of course, there's so much more that has to go into that, and it's not as cut and dry as that. But those are things that I teach in my Mastering the Market course. So if you would like to learn more, please visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today. Although it is directed and specialized for Forex, all of the skills, I crafted them to be transferable to any market that you're looking at. So again, visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today if you are truly looking to master the market. You feel me? When we look at this savior complex from the aspect of the victimhood, motherfuckers really put themselves in fucked up situations and get mad at the fucked up situation. It's like, oh, I hate it here. I don't like how this played out. You went through the whole motherfucking process. 
What you mean? Like, what you mean? Like, wanting to be saved is a very, very defenseless mentality. It is a very victimized mentality. And it's tragic that collectively a lot of our people have it. We want to be saved. Like, this savior, this side of the savior complex, now I'm about to get turned a little bit because this shit just invite and invigorated a passion within me. This side of the the victim mentality, this side of the savior complex is how motherfuckers ended up, quote unquote, voting for Joe Biden. And now they have the remorse for the shit that they did. That is savior complex right there. And the aftermath that comes out of that is how the fuck you get exploited. I know this person needs me to control their chaos because they won't do the shit for their motherfucking self. So I'm going to pander to him. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Ski, we and Chucks, whatever the fuck y'all was doing. Pearls and Chucks, Ski, we and whatever. Y'all was, I seen all of that shit. Every ounce of it. I don't forget everybody who said, I, re, I remember everybody who has something negative to say about me not voting. I remember all of y'all who did that shit. And I told y'all, this shit is going to get bad for you. You think, no, we got it. We just, it's the lesser of two evils. It's still fucking evil you have a savior's complex from the victimized side and you want to be saved by something evil do you not see the stupidity in that shit i'm not even gonna say insanity i'm not gonna say ignorance that's pure stupidity because you know what the fuck happens you know what these people are capable of doing and you made a conscious choice to try to be saved by something that you know hates you something that you can acknowledge is evil Oh, they're going to save us. They're going to do this. Immediately, they cut the funding for the HBCUs. I know. I talk a lot of shit, and I don't watch TV, and people be thinking I don't tap in. And I don't be knowing what's going on. I do. I do. all the, a, a lot of shit. Oh, I tell people I don't do politics. Well, you need to know politics. Bitch, I said I don't do politics. I didn't say I don't know what the fuck is going on. But anywho, they cut the funding for the HBCUs. You feel what I'm saying? Motherfuckers got rights about, you know what I'm saying? Instantly got shit signed into them. Okay, Rights were the rights started with the transgender, then the Asians and shit. And like everybody's like, nigga, didn't y'all say we put y'all in there? Y'all did videos of the 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 the, the brolic chick from the brolic lady from um Georgia who went back and did the recounting and everything. She standing with her arms folded and she was like, yeah, it takes a sister to do that shit. This was all set up purposely for this to keep the divide going because like when we don't save you, this is who y'all gonna blame. Y'all gonna blame these motherfuckers. You feel what I'm saying? But y'all vote, and this is what we're doing now. Y'all voted for the motherfucker. Now motherfuckers like, I wanted to be saved, and they didn't save me. That's the other side of the savior complex. Because now this <clears throat> excuse me. This is one of those things where they say, be careful who you drink from, because somebody's gonna poison you. That savior complex from this side of it, it got us having our hand out for everybody to fill our cup. Everybody's trying to. I want. Uh, can you, can you fill my cup? Can you fill my cup, please? Oh yeah, you gonna fill my cup because you feel me. You gonna do right. The Democrats always. Democrats ain't shit, but hoes and tricks, both of them. But I don't want to dwell too heavy on that shit because it's like at some point I don't want it to seem like I'm. Because some of y'all probably did vote. You feel me? I don't want to seem like I'm. I'm coming against you because I don't know you personally respectfully but that's what the thing was it was i want to be saved from one tyrant you feel what i'm saying like think about this like i always say this shit 
we talking about left wing and right wing, right wing, but it's the same bird. Like motherfuckers be like, I want to be saved from the tyranny of this bird and one of its wings. I need the other wing to save me. When you put it like that, it's like, God damn, really? That's what we're doing? Yes, that's really what it is we're doing. The bald eagle isn't the mascot for no reason. It's a symbol for a reason. So then we talk about left wing, right, right wing. They keep everything systemized so you can follow the mythology. You can follow the allegory and the symbolism they're trying to put out there. It's the same fucking bald eagle, bro. Uh, just, just imagine that. You feel me? That takes the whole phrase, never let your left hand know what the right hand is doing. That takes it to a whole nother level. You feel me? I don't know who's who. I think the Democrats are left and the Republicans are right. But America's the bald eagle. <laughs> the wing to fly. To fly the motherfucker, right? Wings have to flap synchronistically. Like, you feel what I'm saying? They got to flap fucking together. Think about that. For a bird to fly correctly, both wings have to be functional. They have to flap. Unless it's soaring, then neither wing, neither wing is flapping and it's coasting. We so busy. I want to be on the right, left wing because it's flapping. I want to be on the right wing. Bitch, you're on the fucking bird. <laughs> oh, shit. But not seriously, though. Respectfully. You feel me? Respectfully. If you voted for that and you did that, I can't. Like, I'm not mad at you. That's what you chose to do. You just got to shut the fuck up. You weren't saved. And now you're mad that you weren't saved. Because we have this, that's a part of the savior complex, the other side of the savior complex. You feel me? We acknowledge that we are a victim in a situation. We can't change shit. There's nothing we can do to change the situation. You feel me? We have to let the people that created the situation change the situation. But I created the situation for you, so why would I change it? But vote for me. Do your thing. No different than the COVID vaccine. COVID vaccine works. Wearing masks works. All of this shit. They told they told y'all this bullshit was gonna work. And none of it has worked. None of it has worked. But you know, I did see a post. I did see this video. It was like a C-SPAN type thing. It was like, yeah, we've been trying to get mRNA technology out there, but we couldn't tell people, yo, this is gonna be mRNA technology. So we had to do what we had to do. <gasps> it came out now like that after everybody's been, yes, duh. That's how the shit happens. You feel me? The logic behind this shit. This is, and this is one of the poisons of having a victim, having being a victimized perspective of the savior complex and needing to be saved. Motherfuckers can literally tell you bullshit, and you can, you can speak it and hear that it don't make sense and still go along with it. I have never in my life heard people utter these words so much and missed the whole point. The shit was shocking to me. I would be like, "Yo, you vaccinated." They be like, yeah, I'm like, but you still wear your mask. They're like, yeah, and you gonna go get a booster shot? They're like, yeah, cause the vaccine, and they will tell you, the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting it. It just makes it so if you do get it, it's not as bad. So I said, so basically, the vaccine, like you got fucked, like you know what I'm saying? They're like, what do you mean? The vaccine is doing what your natural immune system is designed to do. Nah, because it ain't, what you mean, nah? <laughs> Your immune system is in place. Not because you it prevents you from getting things. It's when things happen, it fights them off to build up the immunity so it doesn't come back again. So you're telling me this vaccine is just, you're telling me 
You just replaced your immune system. You don't see that. But when it, the mission is to be saved, you don't care how you get saved as long as you're saved or what you perceive to be saved. It ain't no difference when like when motherfuckers like I'm getting a COVID shot because it'll make me feel safe. The writing was there the whole time that they suffer from a different side of the savior complex. You feel me? To fall victim of the savior complex that, you know, the not so supremacist structure has to follow. They have no importance. They have no relevance. So they create problems to give solutions. Fucked up solutions that create more problems and they're still trying to figure this shit out. You feel me? And you just we, we kind of just follow along. Somebody has to save me. Somebody has to save me. You feel me? I started getting hip to it like around the time Trump got elected. They were like, make sure you don't vote for Trump or whatever the case may be, because they was like, think about your children's future. I didn't I don't have kids. But when they said that, I said. I can I I'm like, you're putting. The, the, the you're you're putting your children's life, their future in somebody else's hands. Listen to yourself, my guy, my sis, listen to what you're saying. I started to see it now. I was like, oh, now it goes back into the, the piece of nobody wants to be accountable and responsible for their shit. That's why they need a savior. You dig what I'm saying? Because the very shit that they're talking about, what about education? What about paying for like you as a parent, you as a person, you as, you have the power to do this. Very, the, you have the power to do the exact shit that is being done to you, but it's going to take you some work to do it. Nobody wants to do that work. Nobody wants to do the work to be self-sufficient because it requires certain things. You feel me? You get the job. Like one of the biggest quandaries ever is job security. You shouldn't even put those two words together. <laughs> the last two years just showed job security is a joke, bro. Ain't no security in the motherfucker. I got job security. I'm in a union. I got this. Ha <laughs> Bitch, that shit's not pandemic proof. Clearly. So what you going to do when the next one hits? If the next one hits, how you going to prepare? When you need to be saved. The, 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 the society has been structured to be saved. Motherfuckers are going to remain children all their lives. Mentally. Don't even know it. Oh, I'm old. I just still need somebody to figure this situation out for me. You feel me? Shit crazy. Shit crazy like that. But it's real like that. And that's what the fuck is happening. When you on that side of the safest complex, I don't want to get it too deep, you know, with COVID and all of that other shit. So I'm going to steer it back to relationships. Keep it simple. Because this this could be touchy because a lot of motherfuckers are looking like, damn, you feel me? I knew something was off when I, the savior's complex was real when motherfuckers was like, trust science. Nigga, the science ain't been done yet. The fuck is you trusting? Like, you feel me? They are literally telling you. For a, year, for a year straight, they kept saying, like, even now, nobody still is, like, they kind of just swept it under the rug. It's like, we don't talk about it enough and we keep putting other shit in the media. You'll let it go. FDA still has not approved this fucking vaccine. It is still an emergency use. <laughs> Niggas forgot. Because there was enough pressure to manipulate the mind to forget that this shit has not been approved has been authorized for emergency use. That's some shit for your ass. The approval ain't gonna come for five years. 
You know why? Because they're experimenting still. I see people ask me, yo, did you get the vaccine? Fuck, no, I ain't get it. Since I got my booster, like my arm just randomly twitches. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, homie. <laughs> I was like, what did the doctor say? Well, the doctor said, and after like they would tell me that the doctor said, well, we don't really know what's going on. I said, nigga, your doctor told you they don't really know what's going on, folk. Really? How did you feel about that? It didn't register to the motherfucker that the doctor said, I don't know. It's like, yo, we really were an experiment. Y'all were a fucking experiment. Don't group me in that shit. I didn't get it. I'm not going to get it. I don't have a reason to. You feel me? Motherfucker's like, so what about you? I'm, I, I, look, I'm a survivor. I'll figure out a way to get the shit done. I need to get done. Trust me. You feel me? But all in all, where it got where it got off was the fact that this is going to be an ongoing thing. I got to get my booster. I got to get this. Like people have completely wiped their immune systems away. That's the sad part about it. And I'm telling them for like, yo, this mRNA technology. Well, you don't know what it, bitch. I'm a forensic biologist. I I ain't going to argue with motherfuckers. And I don't argue with motherfuckers because I'm not in a savior complex anymore. I don't give a fuck about whether you, you know, I can catalyze your info. I can catalyze you with the information, but I, I've reached a point now where I don't give a fuck no more about whether or not a motherfucker can save themselves or not. I've been saving myself so much. I realized that, yeah, it's not my responsibility to save another motherfucker. You feel me? Because it's always been my responsibility to save myself. But in trying to save other motherfuckers, it kind of... Got to the point though, you you helping people. You get vindicated by that shit. You feel me? This somehow, I don't know how, I don't know what universal path I'm on or what uh alignment I'm in, but this falls in line with the King's disease shit. You feel me? We all suffer from it. We all suffer from some some kind of form of shit like this. Like, you feel me? But we gotta pick a side which one we're gonna be on. And realize that at the end of the day. At the end of the day, beginning of the day, middle of the day, of the day, the saving is about you saving yourself. You've already been given all the skills, all the resources. You got a brain to think to save yourself, but we've already relinquished that control. We have relinquished that ability. So, like I said, it ties back into um, considering where we are. I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to dwell on just the COVID and the election, but that is what those are extreme outcomes of what it is to when you need somebody to save you. You don't feel like you can do anything, and. This is one of the things that they bank themselves on when they promote movements, our movements, and they hit the head. You hit the head, the sheep gonna scatter. You know why? Because the sheep need somebody to save them. You feel me? That's why in so far three I mentioned the warophobia, the fear of a black messiah. You feel me? When I first heard that, I read that J. Edgar Hoover said that shit, and it was just like, from the perspective, I get it. Like when I was talking to people, I was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Within that pocket, like, why was J. Edgar Hoover scared, scared of a black messiah? Because, you know, it's going to be that one person that's going to come and change everything. A lot of motherfuckers didn't say that shit, but that's along the lines of what they said was going to happen. You feel me? And we waited for that. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, you can hear it in today's times. Like, people be like, if Tupac and Biggie would have never died, the game, the rap game wouldn't be what it is. They put the onus on them to save music. 
to save hip hop. That like it's like their life would have saved hip hop or changed. Like, like no, you want hip hop to be better. You make better hip hop. Stop being in a situation where it's just like I need to be saved, so I'm going to take what they're giving me. No, I want to create the shit. You feel what I'm saying? I want this miracle to happen. I got to create the miracle. You feel what I'm saying? It's going to happen. Like, as um, Tony Morrison said, if you can't find the book you want to read, it's because you have to write it. You feel me? Shameless plug. So frills one, two, and three. Even hitting it raw. It's like, that's the information I wanted. <laughs> In that pocket of area, like what I'm, what I was using those resources for, I wanted that. I wanted to be a better man. I wanted to be like, but I said, you know what? This is what I got to do for myself. It just so happens that the reverberation allows it to work for other people. You feel me? I'm not trying to save you. I catalyze. I don't save motherfuckers. I catalyze. Because if my if if me as a catalyst doesn't cause you to change, you didn't want to be saved in the first place. If you can't rely on yourself and draw the tools out, you didn't want to be saved in the first motherfucking place. You wanted a motherfucker to save you. And that's where you fucking up. Because now you are subject to you are subject to what I got I, I can put you through. I control your situation where you want me to save you. You feel me? Low key, high key, and Mickey. This is what the relationship dynamic has been built on for years. Women needing saviors. This is why she's given away from her father to her husband. Continue to save my woman. Like, continue to save my daughter. Like, she's a piece of property that just needs to be saved or whatever the case may be. Blah, blah, blah. But when we look at the relationships, you know, when the women that, you know, oh, these women were together for 50 some years, 50 years, like, that's cool. That's commendable. I fucks with that. But could she leave? Because we hear the stories about illegitimate children, you know, granddad, the great uncles, or whatever, stepping out. You hear those stories of all of the shit that they did, she wouldn't leave. And it's like, we don't understand why she, could she? That's the question. Could she save herself? No, because he was saving her. So now he's subject, she's subject to whatever abuse and whatever things come up as a part of him saving her. You feel me? Like you hear the shit when a motherfucker say some shit like, you know, they're in an abusive relationship. Oh, I just made him angry. That's why he hit me. Nigga shouldn't be putting his motherfucking hands on you. Women shouldn't be putting their hands on men either, but I'm speaking in the context of where we at. Shouldn't have been putting his hands on you. But the way in which he saves you, Getting punched a couple times ain't bad. You feel me? You got your kids. The house is good. You feel me? You just might make them mad from time to time. If I don't make them mad, everything is good. I'm safe. I'm saved. Like, you feel what I'm saying? But now we in a new age where women ain't on that type time no more. I ain't saving. I, you can't save me. I'm going to save myself. And now the dude, now... This, the pickings are slim because the, the simultaneously, and this is one of the things that are fucking up right now as far as relationships go, 
because women are losing the savior complex where I have to be saved. Somebody has to save me. And men are losing the shit where I'm going, I'm saving somebody. Mm -mm. People just, the paradox is happening right there. And that is where the problem's coming in because what the women, a lot of the women in the movements are fighting for is still save us while we have the capacity to save ourselves. I mean, it's like, no, fuck y'all. Y'all can save yourselves now. Y'all don't need us. Now, this is not to say or, you know, come off and say, okay, don't protect women or no shit like that. And I mentioned this in Soul for a 3 too as well. It's like, you're going to protect what you find value in. You're going to protect what you find value in. There's not a shot towards my sisters and say they are not valuable. But when a man will not protect you, he has no value in you. He cannot see the value in you. We protect what we value. Niggas will fight if you step on their J's. But I won't slap the shadow if you disrespect my woman. Ladies, ladies, hear me well. If you have ever been or you are currently in a situation or where a dude is, I'm not fighting over no bride, but he will not let his clothes get dirty, you fucking with the wrong type of motherfucker. Straight up. If he's not willing to check somebody because you feel me, you say like he don't find value in you enough to check it. You feel me? Little shit like that. That becomes big shit because like I said, in that same dynamic, just as the women are leaving the savior complex perspective of I need to be saved, men are leaving. I need to do some saving. And motherfuckers ain't sent the memo out. It's like, I don't save motherfuckers. You feel me? Imagine this. We know this unconsciously in the back of our minds that this is what we want. You feel me? Men and women. Men know I'm not, I'm done, man. I'm not about to be in that saving shit. That shit's crazy. That shit's for the birds. And women are in a situation where I don't want to, but we are pro like I don't want to be saved. I can save myself. Man, it's like good. I'm glad you can save yourself. You feel what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not trying to save you. But the relationship standard is still set that you need to save me. Like the women are still men need to save them. And men say, I still need to save her. I said it's like. We're in a shift where that doesn't have to happen anymore. That's not happening anymore. They're like, why are divorce rates going up? Why is because you're not paying attention to the rhythm of the universe? That systemized function is broken. It don't work. So when you're trying to, okay, I want to unplug and no longer be fall victim to the shit of having to be saved. I could save myself. Man, it's like, I could finally take a break. I could be my own piece. Because I ain't trying to save no motherfucking body. You feel what I'm saying? But motherfuckers still, oh, I need to know that I can count on you as a man. What does it mean to count on a man as a man? Are you asking that you want him to be dependable? Or are you asking that you want him to save you? You feel what I'm saying? And for my brothers, it's like, I want a, I want a woman who can, who can be my, you, you want her to control your shit? You feel me? It's like you get off like, yo, I want to show this woman. Like, like think about when I talked about misogyny being a competition between men and shit and so for a one, a lot of the shit, it kind of goes into that saving mentality. Like, think about the music. Like, it's like, I'm going to save you from this man. Yo, man, ain't me. I'm the better man. Girl, he doing you wrong. He, You know what I'm saying? You feel me? I can hear your heart crying out for me. You're in a whole relationship and I can hear your fucking heart crying out for me. Really? 
That was one of my favorite songs. I love the song when it came out. Don't get me wrong, but think about the lyrics of the shit. I can hear your heart crying out for me and you're literally with another man. Come save me. Matter of fact, doesn't doesn't that isn't that how the shit is? He's like he like he actually says the word save me. Like your heart is saying save me. <laughs> God damn. Go listen to that shit again. I forgot what part it is. I, I can vividly remember that somewhere in that song, he's like, save me. He's like, her heart is crying out for me. And it's like, save me. I ain't going to hit the note because I can't sing. But you feel me? So think about that shit. And in that song, he I think he also says something about putting on a cape. No, put that S on my chest because I don't want to. <laughs> put that S on my chest. He was like, I put the S on my chest because like I'm stuck in the middle of seeing you hurt. Like, he's literally saying, I'm going to put the S on my chest. Save your complex from suffering from it. And he's looking at her saying, your, your heart is saying, save me. That's the victim side. And we wonder why the shit come together. The shit, like, it's, it's by design. And we be wanting that shit while acknowledging on a level that, yo, there has been a universal shift. And we're not in the spaces to be doing this shit anymore. Low-key, high-key, and mid-key. We are not in the same spaces to be operating like that anymore. You feel me? But still deep down somewhere we want it. It's like, I still need to find, I, I find my vindication by being able to save women. You feel me? I find my value as a woman by the man who can save me. I will, I will gladly be his piece. You feel me? Like that whole concept, like, that's what submission is about. Submission is about the two dynamics of savior complex coming together. Euphemisms, semantics. It sounds good. Women always say the same bullshit to me. Like, and I'm gonna call it bullshit because it is what it is. We tell me, ooh, a woman's gonna submit to a man who could do X, Y, and Z, and blah 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 blah. A woman's gonna submit to a man who saves her. A woman will submit to the man who saves her. Let's call it for what it is. You've saved me. But a woman is going to be liberated by the man who shows her how to save herself. I know. I know. It's like, ah, why would you? Yeah, if I really loved you as my woman, with love comes correction. I'm going to make you better. Now, off the other side of that, my brothers, hear me well. You feel what I'm saying? If... You are in that space where you got to put the cape on the shit. Understand that the women that you got to save going to put you in dangerous situations. So they can be saved. Those going to be the type of women that aren't good with conflict resolution so much. You feel me? Now I get it. Be able to fight, whatever the case may be. But you're going to have, you're going to be dealing with the type of women who's going to be looking at situations where it's like, my man will fuck you up. Purposely get you in some shit that now, okay, show me that you can save me. Show me that you can fucking save me. You got to do it. At what expense? Because what does it reverberate to? You feel me? What does the altercation escalate to? Because you got to save her. So yeah, you're going you gonna to constantly run into motherfuckers who need saving. What kind of saving do they need from you though? 
Go ahead and put the S on your chest, bro. And this by no means am I not am I saying in any way, shape, or form, don't protect and provide for your women or whatever the case may be. All I'm gonna say with that is resale for a three. I talked about all of this shit, but this part is important because considering where we are right now, this is why our relationship dynamic is so tragic. We can't let go of the past while we're trying to move to the future. The future that we have is no longer about men stepping up to save the women and women stepping up to save the men. It's about them saving themselves and coming together to show each other how to be catalysts towards one another. You feel what I mean? How it's like when you're a man who transitions out of being depended on and learning how to be dependable. You feel what I'm saying? You can easily start to see, oh, nah, nah, you need saving, baby. I don't, I'm not doing that shit. You're going to be a fuck boy. You're going to get a whole bunch of names and shit. Motherfuckers will be, oh, why can't you just be a man? I need a man that's going to do this and this shit like that. It's like, why can't you just be a woman and not put me in this type of shit? Because to continually have to, like, think about, is your relationship about continually saving a motherfucker? Chances are, if you've ever cheated before, right? If you ever cheated before, if you contemplate cheating, don't go through with it. I hope you don't. But think about the reason for what you cheated for. My sisters, when women cheat, it's because they're not being saved. I know people be like, oh, but this is why it's so much harder when women cheat. Yes, it's so much harder because there's emotion attached to it. There's an emotion attached to it because it's like, this man can save me from the shit that I'm in. You feel what I'm saying? Women, oh, you weren't there for me. I was, I needed this, I needed this, I needed this, I needed that. From dude's perspective, I just needed some pussy. You feel me? I become vindicated from that shit. So it's like, now let me put my cape on and go save this person. You feel me? That's why motherfuckers be like, I don't want to let go of my hoes. Captain, save a hoe. Put your cape on to save these hoes, but I can't let go of my hoes and shit. I'm not willing to cut my hoes off. And the reason why I'm not willing to cut my hoes off is because these hoes need me. I need to be needed. You feel me? I had a homie one time because, you know, retrogrades come up. Everybody, oh, here come the exes. Tell motherfuckers, my exes don't come back because I never developed relationships while I was trying to save them. They know I can't save them. They know I won't save them. I catalyzed the fuck out of them to become better people. Those people right now are in much better situations than they left me, but they don't need me. They can't function without you. I've been in one relationship where a woman told me those words. She needed me. And at the time, it went to my head, but it was like when she didn't, it became that crutch. Because when I could no longer give it to her, she had to go find it somewhere else. Because she needed it. She needed to be saved. But I needed my ego fed because I needed to save somebody. I don't say motherfuckers no more. I don't say these hoes, non-binary. You feel me? Non-binary. Like, because some of my brothers, y'all could be hoes too. You feel me? And y'all could be having advice and shit. Yo, bro, teach me, show me how to do this. Like, you know, I'm not saving you, bro. I show you the resources. Now you got to do it yourself. And this is everything in life. Everything in life, we have some kind of connection to it to where we're going to, if we suffer from, you know, we can either suffer from savior complex or we can fall victim to it. It's all in what you choose to do. But it doesn't change until you realize that 
You eliminate and you stop the savior complex when you, within yourself when you take the accountability and responsibility to start saving yourself. And when you start putting in the work and you continually save yourself out of situations, now you become proactive because you're like, I'm not going to put myself in this situation because I got to get me out of this shit. You start to become more aware of the shit that you're doing. You, be, you think first. When I was a kid, my mom used to always tell me, think before you act. I never paid attention to that shit. And I was like, what the fuck you mean? Think before I act. I don't get it. It wasn't until I started to see myself as I developed older, started getting into shit that, yo, the police are looking at you. Oh, nigga, you got beef with this motherfucker. He's doing this. Like, I get it. Think before I act. That way, I'm not saving myself. I mean, that way, I'm not relying on that shit. Like, you feel me? When me and my homies got into some shit, my brother had to come and intervene for that. I was like, yo, this nigga had to save me, bro. I could not, like, I got myself in some shit that I couldn't get myself out of. Which means I got myself in some shit I shouldn't have been in in the first place. I fuck. But I had that. Now, that was the savior, savior complex of the other side of, you know, somebody got to save me. Feel me? Saving myself, there was the way that I could have done it. It wouldn't have ended with me being safe. So I had to step back and say, okay, I need to start making better decisions with myself. Which means that to save myself means I got to be proactive and I got to be ever vigilant before shit kicks off. Can't be reactive. You got to be proactive and you got to be full in what you're doing. So on the whole, I feel like as black people, our culture, we got to break savior complex no matter which one you own. You feel me? No matter which one you want, brothers got to stop trying. I got to save this situation because when we're in situations, people be like, how did I end up settling? Because you settled for somebody for my brothers. You settled because this person needed to be saved. Anybody that got it, that you got to save for some shit is automatically beneath you. Now, I don't know hierarchy shit or no disrespectful shit like they're not on your level or no shit like that, but they're not on your level respectfully. And that gives you that. Oh, she needs me. You feel what I'm saying? She needs me. Women is the same, same situation. Like you feel me? You settle too. You settle for what can save you, not can what not what can show you how to save your motherfucking self. Because that requires a different level of connection. That requires a different level of intimacy. That requires a different version of your motherfucking self. I've catalyzed women into saving themselves and I've been the motherfucker who has saved women and the women that I have the most lucrative relationships with still that I can still go back and we can vibe when we can talk were the women that I helped catalyze their own saving. And I stepped back and said, I ain't saving these motherfuckers, bro. I'm not going to keep giving you these resources, keep feeding you shit and keep being here and you're not doing nothing with it and I don't have the capacity to do anything with it. And it's not that they don't want to, it's not that they can't, but the level of the savior complex that they, they're exhibiting is what's hindering them. You feel me? When women are, oh, I want to be his peace. And then you get a man that can't get out of his out of his situation, out of his circumstance. His chaos is overwhelming to him. You control it. You want to be his peace. You feel me? But then it's like I said, when we are people, as people, we focus on being dependent on rather than being dependable. We get fucked up in that game. We get so fucked up in the game because... Our focus is let me be dependent on. So I'm going to do everything for this person. 
And then once I've saved them, once they're saved, they leave me alone. Why do I get people? Because you're saving them rather than trying to teach the motherfucker how to save themselves. And don't forget to take a moment to go get your exclusive merchandise from Just Scenes Merch. At Just Scenes, each piece is specifically crafted with positive imagery and symbolism. From the titles and designs to the descriptions, each style gives you something to feel great about. With everything from hoodies and tees to coffee mugs and tote bags, we have something for the entire family. So be sure to get yours today. Find us on Instagram at Just Scenes Merch and get your merchandise right now. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to go ahead and end it there. I'm really going to go ahead and end it there. Um, Yeah, I feel like this is this is one I feel like a lot of people suffer from. You feel me? And I just know because based on the conversations I have with people, I have random conversations with people on important things. Like that whole thing of people telling me, yo, you're my me. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Well, you're the person that I be needing when I get in situations like that. It's like I get, people can always come to me, but it's like now I got somebody that I can. It's like, yeah, because you, you've been saving people for so long. You want to be saved. I'm not a savior. I'm not a savior. I'm not that motherfucker. Like, I'm not. I've learned I'm not a savior anymore. I took that shit off. That's not my mantle. You guys got to save your motherfucking self. I was watching Once Upon a Time. And the chick was the savior. Like, they called her the savior and shit. There there came a season when she became the dark one and said, you motherfucker, save yourself this time. I'm tired of coming to your rescue for you to just do what the fuck ever without acting like you, you don't have consequences for your actions. Because a part of saving people, <laughs> you got to deal with their consequences. The consequences of their actions when you're saving them, they affect you too. They affect you too. You feel me? I made it. I used to joke about it in my pain to try to laugh it off. But I was like, I brought that woman to a position where she was completely broken. When I say completely broken, completely broken. And I was like. I brought her to a position where she was confident enough to cheat on me. At first, it sounded good to to hype myself up, to say shit like that. Man, look, man, I know that I'm dope, bro. But I, I took her from a position that she even became confident enough to cheat on me. But as I matured and I healed that shit, I was like, that was stupid as fuck. You was dumb as fuck for that shit, like. That wasn't your place to do. She didn't want to bring herself out of the hole. You feel me? Then once she saw the light of day, you got her out of that dark shit and you got her to see the light of day. She didn't know how to act. Because she didn't do it for herself. You did it. And all of the consequences that you were tied to, that's why they hurt so much more. Because it's like, you feel the consequences of the shit of motherfuckers you're trying to save. If you die trying to save a motherfucker, that's your fault. I get it sometimes being to say there's moments when it's like, you know, I've seen situations where, you know, on some real world type shit, a motherfucker jumped in the pool to save motherfuckers and then saved motherfuckers and died. Nobody saved him. Oh, somebody drowned in the pool. They just jumped in, boom, saved the motherfucker, got out of the pool, jumped in, saved some more motherfuckers and then eventually got exhausted. And none of you motherfuckers banded together to say, yo, he just saved all of us. And he's dying now. 
Let's let's help him. No, I'm safe. Give me my blanket and I'm going to start like, you feel me? Saving motherfuckers, you are affected by their consequences. Consequences that appear that they're absolved from. It's like, how in the fuck is this hitting me? <laughs> I didn't. You helped. You tried to save somebody. You tried to be saved. And off the other side of that, you're still going to ex ex experience somebody else's consequences when they're saving you. You feel me? The way in which I'm like, this is why it's like when the, the women of old, <laughs> they had the relationship 50, 60 years and shit. And it was like, I lost myself. I had to live the way he wanted me to live. I had to talk the way he wanted me to talk. I had to dress the way he wanted me to dress. All right, shut the fuck up. He saved you, right? He saved you, so shut the fuck up. Is the roof over your head? Yeah. Are your kids clothed and fed and everything? Yeah. You guys got a refrigerator full? Yeah. But I'm not me. Who gives a shit? You were saved. Shut the fuck up. That's what you wanted. You wanted to be saved. You feel me? I'm the submissive woman. You're saved. You're the woman who was saved. So you have to submit to what saves you. Shut the fuck up. Respectfully. Respectfully. You feel me? And dudes on our side, you know, I'm saying like, yo, I'm doing all this for shorty and she don't even, she ain't even trying to better herself. She's safe. The fuck? She does not, that, that wasn't her goal. Her goal wasn't to, to, to better herself. It was a goal to be safe. And she found a safe motherfucker. It's you. You saved her. Shut the fuck up. Keep saving her. Man, damn, she don't like, I come home, she don't cook, she don't clean, she don't be doing all this shit. You didn't set the expectation. You saved her, bitch. You better bring some fucking food home. Man, I'll do all the grocery shopping. The least she can do is cook. When she's hungry, she'll feed herself. You've been here all day and you ain't cooked shit. Oh, yeah, I ate something earlier. Damn, I just come home and I got to fend for myself, huh? Saving a motherfucker who couldn't save themselves. That's what you get. Ain't no empathy, ain't no sympathy for that shit. And then you have a baby by the motherfucker. Imagine if you have a baby by the motherfucker you was trying to save. I'm doing that dramatic pause stare to look out the window type thing again. You just can't see it, you know. But yeah. You have a baby by a motherfucker that you were trying to save. And now they don't want to be saved anymore. Or the saving comes with an extra piece that's like, you have to save me this way. You dig what I mean? Same side. Women. Oh, I'm going to have a baby by him. <laughs> You're going to have a baby by a man that you want to save you. He's not actively saving you. You feel me? Now you just gave him two things to save. You're not even helping out a little bit. Again, it ties into accountability and responsibility. That's what the savior complex is mainly about. But... It's in one dynamic, the savior complex we suffer from is when we want to have accountability and responsibility for other motherfucker shit that ain't got shit to do with us. You feel me? The victim side of it, you know, when we're the ones who want to be saved, we don't have the accountability and responsibility. The both dynamics, though, come back to the self. It's the fact that I'm not willing to be responsible and accountable for myself. So I'm either going to find a way to be accountable and responsible for other motherfuckers 
so I don't have to worry about my shit or or I'm going to not have accountability and responsibility for myself so somebody else can do it for me. And we get the savior complex, two different dynamics of the shit. We all go through it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. That's why you got to set boundaries and you got to start telling motherfuckers no. Motherfuckers are guilt trippy. I have motherfuckers like, you know, familial, friends, whatever the case may be. I've had a motherfucker flip on me one time because they asked me to go to the store for them. And they actively see me doing something. And I said, I got you. I said I was going to go. Not on your time. Your priority is an option to me. Don't get it fucked up. But when you in that, somebody save me. I should be important to you right fucking now. Go do it for me right now. Kiss my ass. You're an able-bodied motherfucker to go do it. But you don't want to. You don't want to. You want other motherfuckers to do for you. So you got to deal with what comes with other motherfuckers doing for you. They control you. They exert their will over you. You feel me? So at what point are you going to put this shit down? You feel me? Then at what point you got to realize that from the other side that you're looking at relationships and you're looking at connection with people. Why are, why has everybody believe beneath me? Why can't any of my people keep up with me? Why can't I find my tribe? Because your tribe ain't your tribe. Your tribe is a cult. It's a cult in the sense that you want to constantly be the savior. You want to be the motherfucker who's everybody's looking up to. I'm the head of this shit. You feel me? Big fish in a small pond type shit. That's me. I'm going to save everybody. I'm going to show everybody how to do this. I'm going to show everybody how to do that. I'm going to be that motherfucker. And then when it's no longer there, what do you do? I know people who, like, I've observed this for the first time. I'm going to wrap it up here. I've observed this for the first time watching women in relationships. Not in relationships, in friendships. Bad bitches don't coincide with each other. This I'm going to tell y'all the real. This is why y'all be fucking up in Miami. This is why y'all ain't never friends when y'all come back from Miami. Bad bitches don't coincide with each other. Equal bad bitches don't coincide with each other. I've looked at the clicks and the circles and shit like when it comes to the bad bitches, you have the alpha, the A, the A ones, the B ones, and the C ones, right? Every click. I have never seen a functional, and this is men too, but I'm using it for women because y'all go to Miami, don't be friends anymore. But I'm telling y'all why this happens. In the context of it, when you want to go out, you want to bring your upper, you want to bring your upper echelonians. You feel me? The people that's like, when we step out, all of us are on one accord to show out. But all of y'all, y'all individual friendship dynamics are based off of being the savior, having the savior complex, suffering from it. So you have friends that, you know, that you talk bad about. You have friends that need your help. You have friends that are this, that are quote unquote beneath you. When you go on these bad bitch trips, egos clash because it ain't nobody beneath y'all anymore. There's nobody that you have to depend on. You know, some of y'all throw the straggler in there, the motherfucker who come with no fucking money. And then you're getting mad that I wasn't supposed to be saving you here. I thought you were a savior too. I thought you was going to come in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've seen shit where women are, they homegirl get so fucking drunk. They got to carry her back to the room and shit. Yeah. You don't like when you don't like being a savior to a motherfucker you thought was saving motherfuckers. You feel me? The shit breaks down. Friendship ends, dissolves simply because holding on to that savior mindset, that savior can, um, um, Savior mentality. Savior complex and shit. And we do that shit. Collectively. I use that as an example because that's the most. Like, I ain't, I ain't seen no click 
Now, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm saying I have not seen or experienced a clique of women who did not go to Miami and were friends when they came back. I don't know what the fuck it is about Miami, but I do know that in your regular spaces, you have those women that don't end up remaining friends. They have that savior complex and they're used to in their native place. They got people that they go out to the clubs with, the party with, and everything like that. That's one group. But in their natural niche, they don't take those people. Yo, you should invite such and such. Nah, because she ain't even, she going to be here. She going to be doing this. She going to be doing this. You know who you're saving. You know who you're saving and you want to turn that off to go have fun. I don't want to be in saving space anymore. But then you end up getting in that space and you're still there. But now it's like, I should not be saving saviors. I should be saving those who need to be saved. And so what I'm saying with that is like the confidence that I've seen for every quote unquote bad bitch. You know what I mean? It's hard for her to be in the presence of other bad bitches without feeling envious, without feeling angry or like, you know what I mean? That attention is there. I got to, you know what I mean? You shouldn't like, because I'm used to the saving aspect. I'm used to the homegirls that are beneath me. Dudes, we do it too. We do it too. It ha it's difficult for us to be in a space of equal energy or greater energy because we know that I'm supposed to be that motherfucker that people are looking to. I've had a situation where I was in a, um, a, a, a panel, same shit played out. Dude is like trying, I'm like, dude, I clearly sun you, but I'm not like, dude, you're trying to save these people. I'm catalyzing for these people to save themselves. We different. That's why they're going to have to keep coming to you for me. Once that, once the deed is done, they're done and their seed is planted. You feel me? And I can move on with my life. They can move on with theirs, but I've done what I was supposed to do. I don't have to rely on them to stay in my space. As dudes, we do that. Ego gets involved and we want to be the motherfucker of the motherfuckers. And you feel me? Can't nobody else stay in this space. So on that side, when we had developed it, like we don't, we don't try to befriend, befriend other motherfuckers who can be saviors too. You feel me? And that's what it turns into. Because at the core, everybody wants to be saved. And everybody wants to be saved and everybody wants to do some saving, but nobody wants to do it for themselves. They want it to all be external. And that's why we fail as people. That's why our relationships suffer because we're now in that position where the veil has been unlifted and shit has changed. Women no longer need to be saved. They no longer even want to be saved. They want to be appreciated. They want to be viewed as equals. And that's my thing. Like, if you look at the whole rights movement, the feminist movement, we want to be treated equal while still being saved. Bitch, you can't. Non-binary. No disrespect. You feel me? You can't. You can't want to be equal and still want to be saved. No, now you really got to save yourself. Vice versa. Dude's like, I want I wanted women to be equal with me, but all right, she can't submit then. <laughs> You're not going to get a submissive woman if you want her to be equal. You got to shut the fuck up. We're in that space where the, the timelines are collapsing. But nobody wants to acknowledge the timelines are collapsing. They still want to re revert to the past. I still want, like, women, I still want to be saved, but I now save myself. Men is like, I still want to be the savior, but now I save myself. It's like, no, I save myself. You save yourself when we come together and we figure out, like, okay, this is how you save yourself. This is how I save myself. This is what I do. These are my vibes. You feel me? Those are the things that we need to be touching up on. Those are the things that we need to be working on and focusing on. But like I said, we don't because we still need that ego fed in some way, shape, or form. But I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Make sure you kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And for our kids, 
going forward, kids need to be saved. Don't get me wrong. Kids need to be saved. But it has to come a point where that the developmental pieces of, all right, develop and teach you how to say, like, all my life, my mom has told me to be a self-sufficient kid, self-sufficient person. And now people are on some shit, like, you're going to need help. I may need help, but I never need saving. And I think that's the problem. Motherfuckers, like, you don't ever come to people for, I do go to people for help. Who can help me? I don't need saving. I don't go to people to save me. I don't. Motherfucker, like, yo, you just go through that problem by yourself. Yes. If I'm doing something as far as, like, let's say when I was learning how to, you know, market and, you know, automate my marketing, I didn't go to motherfuckers who never marketed shit. I don't need reassurance. I need advice. See, you ain't coming to nobody. You guys don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Why am I going to come to you? I don't need you to save me. And that was a reality that I had to learn that was developing beef in my situ- in my relationships with people because I had not realized that they were used to saving. And so when they can't save you, they feel like I reached a point where I don't need to be saved anymore. I've learned how to save myself well. If I put myself in a situation, I get myself out of the situation. You feel me? So with our kids, we got to teach that early. You feel me? Understand the reality of your consequences early. Not, And I don't mean consequence in action because that's what kids are brought up under. I do. I get a consequence. Either I'm going to get a whooping or I'm going to get a punishment or I'm going to get rewarded. We can't just teach them off of that. We got to teach them that, yeah, you can get rewarded or get punished for your actions. But prior to that, there's a sequence of things that led up to this moment. You feel me? I feel like when we're disciplining our kids and we're like, yo, you getting in trouble right now? Tell them why they're in trouble because of this. Now, I need to talk to you to know what led you to do this. Don't shut down. Don't cry. Don't break down. I need you. I need to provide that safe space for you to come to me and say, I did this because so I can see what the root was that. Why didn't you see that this was a problem? How come this avenue, this possibility wasn't evaluated within that? You feel me? I'm going to say this one time, this one story, then I'm going to go ahead and end it. When I was 17 years old, my homies, like, they all caught armed armed robbery charges, right? But they didn't have a gun. They had a, well, they had a gun. It was a BB gun, but they didn't have a real gun. But they caught armed robbery charges as if they had real guns, right? It was Halloween night that night. We walk in and they're like, yo, we about to go trick-or-treating. I said, no, no, we're too old for that shit. We're not fucking going trick-or-treating. Nah, man, we just going to have some fun. I'm not going, y'all. Let's go the fuck home. You feel what I'm saying? In that moment, I saw the consequences. It wasn't a, I'll deal with the consequences when they come. No, I knew what the consequences were before, and I don't want that smoke. I'm like, yo, I was 17. The ages went 17, 16, 15, 14, and I think 13. Yeah, straight down the line. I said... I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take the rap for this if something go wrong. Nah, man, ain't nothing go wrong, man. We just gonna have some fun. I said, all right. I was with it at first, and then as we walked into the store, they started stealing. Man, that's how I'm going home. Y'all already stealing. I don't steal. I got money. I got a pocket full of money. I don't steal. I'm not like y'all already on that shit, and y'all are stealing masks. All right, cool. So I dipped. I told my little, my young homie and shit. I was like, look, I'm tell you one time, they gonna do what they gonna do. I said, yo, go home. Nah, Ray, we good, man. You should hang out with us, man. Nah, 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 nah. Maybe if I would have hung out with him, I would have been their voice of reason. But I ain't want to chance the shit. I ain't want to chance the shit. So I say, all right, I'll holler at y'all. I'm going home. They got an armed robbery charge. 
They robbed a lady at the ATM. And the person that seen their face was my cousin. I said, that's like, and she just told it. Didn't even give a fuck. I said, damn. You feel what I'm saying? But these are things that we got to teach our kids. Like, get back to the core of, okay, here's the consequence. Here's what you're in trouble for. Here's what you're being disciplined for. Why? What was the sequence of events that led to this? Because at no point did you think this was a problem and not do it. You feel me? That's how you. That's how our children get into thinking before they act. Not in, if I do this, I'm going to get a whooping. If I get in trouble for this, I'm going to get a whooping. Is it worth it? That's how I weighed a lot of my options out. Is this worth the whooping or the punishment? Fuck yeah. I remember one time when I stopped getting whoopings and I would just get punishment. You feel me? But my mom, she put me on punishment for like 30 days at a time and shit. And I would wait a lot of times. Like if I miss curfew, I would get 30 days. But I would ask myself before I miss curfew, it's just worth 30 days. Chances are it was because most times it was me getting some ass. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to miss curfew because I'm deep in some pussy. Like I'm like, all right, fuck it. But it eventually got to a point where I was like, I don't want 30 days anymore. What led me to get to 30 days? Okay. I was getting some pussy. Okay. Why was I getting pussy that late? You know what I'm saying? Knowing that curfew was there, it's like, yo, I thought I could beat the time. Okay. Why did you think you could beat that? Nah, blah, blah, blah. So I went back to the root of, you know, at what point did I not think it was a problem? And it wasn't that I didn't think it was a problem. It's just the consequences didn't outweigh the reward at that time. I was getting some pussy, bro. Like, fuck 30 days. I stay in the house for 30 days. And all it's going to do is when I get out, I'm going to have some pussy waiting on me because I've been <laughs> I've been in the crib for 30 days and shit. You feel me? Like, what the fuck? When I'm out, I'm going to go do it again just because. So it's like the kids, they need to understand that it's not life is not just about action and consequence. They need to understand the sequences that lead up to their consequences. So we got to make sure we're teaching our kids that going forward. Um but that's it for that. I'm going to um, go ahead and end it there. Make sure you kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I'm going to see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.